You know what we need? We need a radio show on the air, like maybe on Saturday nights, that talks about this kind of thing. Hi, Dr. Hoffman here. I want to let my listeners know about a brilliant Renaissance man named Dr. Arthur Perry. You want to talk to Arthur Perry? The best in plastic surgery. He's a distinguished, award-winning cosmetic surgeon trained at Harvard and Cornell with a practice in New York City on Fifth Avenue. Dr. Oz, are you there? I'm here, Arthur. I want to get applauded you, having worked with you on a book and numerous other activities. He's written numerous medical journal articles, and he's contributed to textbooks on plastic surgery. Your remarkable knowledge, but also your grace at delivering content, which is why it's been a blessing to have you on my show so many times. It's clear that when it comes to skin and aging, this doctor knows what he's talking about. Joan, the public wants to know. The public doesn't give a damn. <laughs> As a really, really gifted physician, uh, I want to pay you the, the highest tribute I can give to a surgeon, which is when people come to you, they don't come for an operation, they come for an opinion. And that's why I trust you with my uh, friends and relatives. When I was a resident at the University of Chicago, we had a... That made you smart. I didn't realize we were going to get the Michael Jordan of plastic surgeon. 90210 bows to this guy. And welcome. This is Dr. Arthur Perry. This is What's Your Wrinkle right here on WABC. What a uh, kind of funny weekend, isn't it? It's sort of spring. It's sort of uh, not spring. Uh, almost. The flowers are out, but uh, not warm enough for uh, outdoor activity yet. But it will be soon, so don't forget sunscreen. Stock up on your sunscreen. You're going to need it before you know it. I'm Dr. Arthur Perry. This is the show about you. This is the plastic surgery show, the the skincare show, the show about wrinkles and jowls and small breasts and and buttocks that protrude or maybe buttocks that are too small or fat on the hips. That's what we talk about on this show. This is the plastic surgery show. I'm board certified plastic surgeon, Dr. Arthur Perry. And if you haven't listened for the last 12, almost 13, coming up to 13 years of this radio show, long time already. If you haven't listened, if this is your first time, what have you been missing? Well, you've been missing all the information about cosmetic surgery, about about your appearance, about the new procedures that we we have up our sleeves to make you look better. So sit back, enjoy yourself. If you're driving, don't take your eyes off the road. Don't look in the mirror when I talk about your wrinkles. Wait till after the show and uh, give me a call, 800 848 WABC 800-848-9222. We are giving away bottles of Dr. Perry's Nighttime this evening. So uh, if you uh, have a call, if you've got a question, rather, give me a call. Uh, it's got to be a good question. You know, not just to, hey, I'm calling, give me a bottle of Nighttime. No, no. you got to have a good question. Try and stump me or ask me the questions that have been keeping you up at night. And I know there are questions like that. You might say, what about those uh, those new machines that are kind of like thatchers. They go across your skin and they uh, cause lots and lots of little needle points. Do they work? Ask me that. <laughs> you can ask me that question or ask me about anything on your mind. I'm Dr. Arthur Perry. I have uh, trained at Harvard and Cornell and the University of Chicago. I'm on the faculty of both Columbia and Rutgers, and I am here to answer your questions. Today we're going to talk about all sorts of things. Uh, I'm going to talk about eyelid surgery, one of my favorite procedures. So uh, it's uh, it's uh, one of the big bang for your buck procedures in cosmetic surgery, having your eyelids rejuvenated. So we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about seborrheic keratosis. What are they? What are seborrheic keratosis? Well, I'll tell you what they are later in the show. And I'll tell you about a new treatment for seborrheic keratosis. And we've got a, a great guest from the uh, Robert Wood Johnson St. Barnabas Health System coming up. And we're going to talk about Heidi Montag. Oh, my goodness. 
You thought this story would go away, but it uh, it hasn't. We're going to talk about her later in the show. So give me a call, 800-848-9222. And what is nighttime, you might say? He's giving away bottles at nighttime. Well, it's a one-stop shopping for skincare. You know, if you go to those stores, you will see, and you know what stores I'm talking about, the cosmetic stores or the department stores with the giant cosmetic departments. And you walk through and you see dozens, hundreds, thousands of different products and and hundreds by the same companies and they want you to buy all these different things if you walk into the stores they will not be happy until you walk out with a big shopping bag of skincare and you get home and you've just spent hundreds and hundreds of dollars kind of hide it from your husband so uh, he doesn't see what you've just done i i know my wife you know but uh, then I made my own product, so she doesn't do that anymore. Uh, but you wonder, you know, okay, so what am I supposed to do now with all these things, you know? Well, the industry, the cosmetics industry, does something called fragmenting products. And what that means is there are really only a few things that make a difference, a few scientifically proven ingredients. There are things like vitamin C and vitamin A and the fruit acids and niacin, things like that. Uh, but once you get past those four that I just mentioned, there's very, very little science. You would be shocked to know how little science there is for so many of these skincare ingredients that you spend so much money on. So what I did was I created a skincare program that was very simple because I also know that my patients, even my patients that are celebrities, my patients that are on television, they are not going to do the multi-step programs that the companies want you to do. They're just not. You know, if you go on the Internet, you can look at some of the big companies. I won't mention the names, but they want you to do the six-step program in the morning and the eight-step program at night and maybe one or two things during the day. You can't do that for long. You know that. It's just not going to work. It's like the complex diets, those that are very complicated. You're not going to stay on them a long time, not long enough to see a real difference. But the companies really, they don't care about that. Sure, they'd love for you to be on their products for years, but honestly, if you get a bushel full of products and uh, you've spent hundreds of dollars once or twice, that's a victory for them. Well, what I did was I put vitamin C, vitamin A, and fruit acids into one product. It's a serum, not a cream. Why is it not a cream? Because you don't need residue on your skin. You don't need extra things. I've tried to keep the ingredient list as short as possible, not as long. And sometimes I think, well, sometimes some of these companies... They just want to wow you with this really, really long list of ingredients. That's not good for you because, you know, 14% of people are allergic to preservatives and 14% of people are allergic to one fragrance or another, believe it or not. And by the time you're done with a long list, if you've got 50 ingredients in a product, my goodness, the chance of you having a reaction to one of those those ingredients is fairly high, which is why my office is filled, literally filled with women who come in and they're interested in rejuvenating their appearance. And the first thing we talk about is their skin and the products that they're poisoning their skin with. And uh, there's a syndrome that many of you have 
which is uh, kind of a, a swelling of the facial skin, a little bit of redness, a little bit of swelling, and quite visible pores and oily skin. And yet you're caking moisturizers and all this stuff on your skin. And often the first thing that I'll do is detox your skin. We'll get you off of all these things that are literally poisoning your skin. And then we'll start you on a very simple skincare program with something like nighttime. I'm biased, of course. I made this because I wanted my patients to have a good quality skincare program with not a lot of ingredients, with not a lot of steps at a reasonable price. And that's what nighttime is all about. So we're giving away bottles of nighttime on the show tonight to callers. And there's also a special. There's two bottles. Uh, if you buy two bottles, there's one free. There's $65 a bottle. So turns out you get three bottles for uh, $130. You've got to go on the website. It's drperrys.com. And there is a code, and it's called Night Free, Night Free, and uh, you can take advantage of that uh, of that special. All right, so skincare only goes so far. You look in the mirror, you're aging. If you're in your 40s, you see those wrinkles. If you see, if you're in the late 40s, you're going to start seeing the extra skin on your eyelids, and that's the first thing that goes for most of you. You know, we all age a little bit differently, but for the most part, when you look in the mirror, if you're in your late 40s, you are going to see a little bit of extra skin on your upper lids, and you'll also see a little bit of fat near your nose. It's a little puff of fat, and remember, you know, look in the mirror, but not while you're driving, please. For your lower lids, uh, very common to have some wrinkles and some fat. You know, if you look at uh, our uh, our ex-governor, Mario, he had these great, and his son, he's got uh, great fat pads around his eyes. He's the poster child for blepharoplasty. That's the name of the operation that removes the extra skin and fat around the eyes and rejuvenates the eyes. So, so here's how we do it. This is a great procedure because it can be done under local anesthesia. That means you're awake for the procedure. I like to give you a little sedation so we have a board-certified anesthesiologist there. It makes it more comfortable for you, although technically it could be done under just straight local anesthesia. So what we do is uh, carefully, it's all in the planning of this operation, by the way, as, a, as are so many of the plastic surgery operations. And I tell my patients, you know, once we've uh, placed the uh, marks with ink on your skin, and I'm sure you've seen those uh, plastic surgery shows, once we do that, well, the rest of the day is very easy. That's the hard part for the plastic surgeon. And it really is. Putting the marks on and uh, drawing the lines, that is the important part of the operation because all plastic surgeons are good technical surgeons, but it's the planning that goes into these things. That is what is very important. So we, uh, we want to remove the extra skin of the upper lids. And it's very important that we don't remove too much, obviously, because if we do, well, then you might not be able to close your eyes, and that would be a terrible, terrible complication. So one of the rules of upper eyelid surgery is that however much skin I think I need to remove, I remove just a little bit less, not more. And some of you may say, well, you know, I want all that extra skin removed. Well, you know, that's not necessarily a good thing. We want you to look natural. We want you to look normal. Uh, and we want you to certainly not have a complication. When we return from our break, we're going to talk a little bit more about this. I'm Dr. Arthur Perry, 800-848-9222. Listen carefully if you're interested in beautiful skin. I'm plastic surgeon Dr. Arthur Perry. Good skin care really can improve your appearance. I know you've used many products over the years and haven't seen a difference. So you say, why should I try your products, Dr. Perry? Here's why. 
I combine scientifically proven ingredients into just a few products, and that keeps skincare very simple. A study showed my products reduced the appearance of wrinkles over 20% by 12 weeks. Protect your skin in the morning with daytime, nourish your skin in the evening with nighttime, and wash your face and even remove most makeup with my non-toxic clean time soap. WABC listeners, for one month only, I'm offering my basic skincare kit at half price. You'll get all three products for $55 plus shipping. Go to drperrys.com, that's D-R-P-E-R-R-Y-S.com, or give us a call at 844-DR-PERRY. Use the WABC50 code for the discount. To learn more, listen every Saturday evening, 6 p.m., right here on WABC. Cars for Kids, K-A-R-S, Cars for Kids, one eight seven seven cars for kids donate your car today. one eight seven seven cars for kids K-A-R-S, Cars for Kids, one eight seven seven cars for kids donate your car today. To learn more about our programs and to donate, visit us online at carsforkids.com. Remember, that's cars with a K. Pickup is quick and easy. You'll also get a vacation voucher and maximum tax deduction. One eight seven seven cars for kids. K A R S cars for kids. One eight seven seven cars for kids. Donate your car today. Also accepting boats, motorcycles, RVs, and real estate donations. I've cut way back on salt. And I ate lots of salmon and broccoli. I exercise to lower my blood pressure. (laughs) Because you're so stressed. Because I try to do everything I can to be around for me and for you. When we take care of our own hearts, we're also taking care of the people closest to us. So it's comforting to know that RWJ Barnabas Health has New Jersey's most comprehensive cardiac care program. With access to top specialists, minimally invasive heart surgery options, and rehabilitation and wellness programs that strengthen and protect hearts. We're also home to the state's most experienced valve replacement team, and we're one of the nation's top five heart transplant centers. So get your heart checked. It's as easy as visiting rwjbh.org slash heart for an appointment. I plan on being around for us a long, long time. Me too. Your heart doesn't beat just for you. RWJ Barnabas Health. Let's be healthy together. 77 W. To what's your wrinkle with Dr. Arthur Perry? What's your wrinkle? And what is your wrinkle? I'm Dr. Arthur Perry. I'm a board certified plastic surgeon, the host of this show, the one that you are listening to this evening. And thank you so much for listening all these years. Uh, this is What's Your Wrinkle. The phone number here is 800 848 9222. We were talking about eyelid surgery. So, so when we uh, operate on the upper lids, we're doing it to remove extra skin and a little bit of fat. And very important to give you a natural result, obviously. We don't want you to look operated on. When we operate on the lower lids, we make an incision just underneath the eyelashes. And I lift up the skin and expose the little fat pads. You know, the, the eyeball actually floats on a uh, on fat it floats in and on fat there's fat above it around it behind it on the sides and that protects the eyeball from uh, from injury and uh, we remove just a little bit of fat and the mark of someone who is unartistic when they do this operation is the removal of too much fat giving you a sunken in appearance and you might have seen these 
You know, it's just uh, it's an operation that's kind of like the Goldilocks principle, we call it in plastic surgery. Uh, not too much, not too little, just enough fat removed. And that is where the artistry is. And I always say in, uh, in my field, the hardest thing to, to teach residents in training, you know, the trainees after medical school, but before you're uh, out there as a real plastic surgeon, you're in the residency. And the hardest thing to che- train uh, residents on uh, is is with artistry. You know, artistry is very difficult to teach, you know, and uh, you kind of either have to have it or you don't. It's sort of like ethics. Ask the politicians. All right. We have a great guest from the uh, Robert Wood Johnson Barnabas Health Facility, and uh, I'm going to try and pronounce uh, his name correctly, Dr. Shamkant uh, Malgankar. Did I pronounce your name right, sir? Yes, Dr. Perry. Okay. Uh, it's a tough name. You're the uh, chief of the transplant division at St. Barnabas Medical Center, uh, an RWJ Barnabas Health Facility. And tonight we're going to be talking about kidney transplants. More than 100,000 people are currently waiting in the United States for a kidney transplant, and this number has doubled over the last 10 years. And every 14 minutes, there's a new person on the list, and most people have to wait a long time uh, to get a kidney. And, uh, boy, if we could do something to improve that, that would be great. There is hope. April, that's where we are right now. It's National Donate Life Month. Many people can choose to donate one of their kidneys. This is just an incredible thing. Many of you have given blood. Listen carefully about this one. You can choose to donate one of your kidneys. Give the gift of life. A living donor can reduce the wait time for a person who is waiting for a transplant to just a few weeks. Well, St. Barnabas Medical Center in Livingston, New Jersey, has one of the largest kidney transplant programs in the entire United States. And it has a very specialized service for potential living donors. Now, Dr. McGonker is here to talk about the causes of kidney failure, the effectiveness of transplant surgery, how people can become a living donor, and how the decision to become a living donor can really save many lives. Thanks so much, Dr. McGonker. Thanks for joining us. Tell me. All right. Tell, tell me. Let's get right into it. What are the leading causes of kidney disease? Well, Dr. Perry, Mr. most importantly, thank you for having me on your show. Uh, the um, most common cause of kidney disease in the United States is diabetes mellitus. Uh, and this is almost an epidemic now. Uh, we are seeing even the younger children who are overweight becoming uh, type 2 diabetic, which is uh, non-insulin dependent. That has increased the number of patients uh, or people who have a serious illness that leads to kidney disease. Um, most of these um, uh, patients have lifestyle issues with obesity and uh, uh, other um, dietary issues. And so the, the, that's the most common cause of kidney disease, and that leads to requirement of dialysis and transplantation. Uh, the second cause uh, is also uh, fairly common, uh, that is hypertension. Uh, many of the patients in our country uh, have no access to physicians, especially in the uh, uh, lower socioeconomic areas, and uh, they are surprised that <clears throat> all of a sudden they have kidney failure because they have had hypertension for many years. Uh, that has been uncontrolled uh, and also accompanies that a heart problem. So these are very ill patients who uh, uh, develop kidney disease. There are some other host of causes such as <clears throat> congenital kidney diseases, uh, patients who develop inflammation of the kidneys, illnesses. Uh, your um, audience may have heard 
uh, the commonest uh, uh, well-known illness is lupus, which uh, can cause kidney disease. So these are some of the um, common causes of kidney problems. Okay, so, so let's say someone has severe kidney disease and is going to need a transplant. What's the process like to find a kidney donor? How many people are really waiting for a transplant? Well, there's a long list, as you mentioned earlier in the show, of patients waiting in the United States. It exceeds almost 100,000. In New Jersey at St. Barnabas, we have about 1,500 patients who are actively listed. So the process is, if someone develops kidney disease, the first thing they have to do is approach a transplant center where they are screened. If they are eligible for transplant, they are listed. Once they are listed, they have two options. One is to um, uh, go on a disease donor transplant list, which actually is a very difficult uh, list uh, on which you are uh, able to get a kidney. The waiting time to receive a disease donor kidney averages between three to five years in the, in the country. So those patients are on dialysis that long, uh, and they may may not even get a kidney in, in five years. The other option is that patient may have a living donor who has volunteered, whether it's a family member or someone who is a friend, uh, and they can receive a living donor kidney much quicker with a better outcome. So, so now if someone wants to donate a kidney, I mean, what's that process all about? How does that work? Well, the person has to first volunteer. Um, whether they are friends who uh, wish to do this uh, uh, with kindness or a family member uh, or someone who anonymously wishes to donate as an altruistic donor, their first uh, step should be to contact the transplant center to receive information. The Initial education is the critical part because there are three things um, important uh, in becoming a donor. The most important thing is to get information about the procedure, about the complications, and be very familiar with this process. Uh, so that, that is usually the first step for a living donor to come forward. And then, uh, of course, um, uh, when a person comes to become a donor, uh, they have multiple options. If they are compatible or incompatible, we have many options at St. Barnabas Medical Center. Okay, so now what is the process like? What, what, what is involved for, uh, let's say someone calls you up, uh, goes to the uh, center, what, what happens then? Well, once they have gone through the education, there's a separate team that uh, evaluates the living donor. The second part of the team evaluates recipients. So there is no pressure on the donor. And during this educational process, they have understood what the next steps are. So once the physical examination, history taking, uh, and evaluation by multiple team members, including social worker, uh, a transplant coordinator, is done, the patient begins the testing. So the testing process is in a young, young patient, for example, it's very straightforward. It's not very difficult. Uh, after the ex uh, physical exam and the evaluation is done, they go through simple blood, blood tests. Uh, they have a chest X-ray, cardiogram, urine testing, and a CT scan or a CAT scan of the body. That tells us almost everything we need to know based on the three things we look for. Uh, patient has to be volunteer, has to have perfect medical health, and has to have two normal kidneys. So the procedure is very simple for young people. As you get older, after 50 years of age in a man, we do prostate screening, uh, stress test of the, for the heart, 
and a uh, colonoscopy. In women, we add a mammogram and a pap smear. So the testing is quite extensive, uh, but it tells us that the person is very healthy and can proceed with donation. And also after taking a kidney out from that person, they can live with the remaining kidney the rest of their life um, and have a normal lifespan. Uh, my, my guest this evening is Dr. Shamkant Magankar, who is the chief of uh, transplant division at the St. Barnabas Medical Center, which is a Robert Wood Johnson. That's a RWJ Barnabas Health Facility. And tonight we're talking about kidney transplants, uh, a really uh, quite a fascinating topic. Now, uh, before we go too much further, if you're interested at the end of this interview of uh, going on the website, learning a little bit more about this, the website is www.rwj. B, as in boy, H, rwjbh.org slash kidney. So it's rwjbh.org slash kidney. Or on Monday morning, you give a call to St. Barnabas, 973-322-5938. That's 973-322-5938. So tell me a little bit more. We've got about uh, a minute to talk about the transplant program at St. Barnabas. Tell me about your program. How many do you do a year? Uh, we do about 341 transplants, <clears throat> um, especially last year was a very large year, and half of them are living donor kidney transplants, about 162. That, that's incredible. Now, I know uh, last week we had um, uh, Craig Smith talking about uh, the pigs that they're raising now that uh, have uh, human organs. Uh, any, uh, any new information on the human kidney that pigs are, uh, are growing for us? Well, not anything new than what your guest previously probably mentioned, but it is a very exciting part of uh, um, new uh, organ uh, <coughs> transplantation. Uh, and there's a, uh, there's a significant resource in pigs. If we can uh, have human genetic profile into the pigs, many organs can be used, especially kidney. But still is a challenging uh, part of uh, development in the uh, organ transplant business. Well, Dr. McGonkar, thank you so much for taking time on your Saturday evening. I do want to let uh, listeners know that if you are altruistic enough to donate a kidney to someone else, there is zero cost to you. It doesn't cost you anything. There are no bills that you will receive. You will just... Uh, you'll be giving the gift of life something that is absolutely incredible, so consider doing that. I'm Dr. Arthur Perry. There's more to the show. 800-848-9222. Stay tuned. I've cut way back on salt. And I ate lots of salmon and broccoli. I exercise to lower my blood pressure. (laughs) Because you're so stressed. Because I try to do everything I can to be around for me and for you. When we take care of our own hearts, we're also taking care of the people closest to us. So it's comforting to know that RWJ Barnabas Health has New Jersey's most comprehensive cardiac care program with access to top specialists, minimally invasive heart surgery options, and rehabilitation and wellness programs that strengthen and protect hearts. We're also home to the state's most experienced valve replacement team, and we're one of the nation's top five heart transplant centers. So get your heart checked. It's as easy as visiting rwjbh.org slash heart for an appointment. I plan on being around for us a long, long time. Me too. Your heart doesn't beat just for you. RWJ Barnabas Health. Let's be healthy together. Is credit card debt burying you alive? What if one phone call could help save you thousands of dollars? Years of stress and anxiety. 
What if one phone call right now could help save your family from bankruptcy? We're Credit Associates, and one phone call to us could help save you thousands. Because if you have more than $5,000 in credit card debt, you may not have to pay it all off. For free information on how we could settle your debt for a lot less than you owe, call 1-800-500-6122. There's no obligation, just free information. Sometimes all it takes to change your life is one phone call. Make your call now and we'll show you, for free, just how much money you could save. 1-800-500-6122. We depend on your success and offer a guarantee, so there's no risk to call. This is too important to wait. Call 1-800-500-6122. Spring cleaning. Don't you love it? Spring cleaning. You're full of energy and life. But even so, you don't want to tackle that yard alone. It's overwhelming. Uh, oh, man. Your yard is full of stuff. And stuff is just another name for junk. That's right. You've got a yard full of junk. Don't feel bad. Everyone's got a yard full of junk. Rusty swing sets and barbecue grills and piles of leaves and limbs and grass and rocks and dead shrubs and plastic swimming pools and... Now get out your pointing finger. Use it to dial the phone. Call 1-800-GOT-JUNK. And then just point to whatever you wish would disappear. We'll make that wish come true. Call 1-800-GOT-JUNK. Your yard will look fabulous. It will feel like a brand new home. Give us a call. And we'll come over and give you a price. Soon you'll be saying goodbye, junk. Hello, relief. We work until midnight, seven days a week. No need to take off work. Call 1-800-GOT-JUNK. Or visit 1-800-GOT-JUNK.COM. Introducing the Flex Collection from Van Heusen. From the brand that brought you the revolutionary Flex Collar shirt comes a whole range of innovative sports shirts, polos, fleece, zip-ups, sweaters, and pants, all that give them the freedom to move. Whether it's 360 natural stretch fabric, a flexing waistband, or a collar that stretches up to half an inch, one thing is certain. Uncomfortable clothing just became history. Experience expandable comfort from Van Heusen. Shop the collection now at Kohl's, JCPenney, and Amazon. The Flex Collection from Van Heusen. Your Welcome. WABC New York. Here's a big secret organic grocery chains don't want you to know. It's called ThriveMarket.com, the largest online store in the country selling exclusively non-GMO organic groceries, all at guaranteed savings of up to 50% off. Their mission is to make healthy living accessible and affordable for everyone. Get started on Thrive Market today and receive 25% off your first order. Go to ThriveMarket.com slash talk. Prices are already discounted up to 50% off, and now they're offering an extra 25% off your first order. That's ThriveMarket.com slash talk. ThriveMarket.com slash talk. 77 WABC. You're listening to What's Your Wrinkle with Dr. Arthur Perry. What's your wrinkle? We are back. This is Dr. Arthur Perry. This is What's Your Wrinkle right here on WABC. And that was a really very interesting interview with Dr. Mogonker from uh, the St. Barnabas, Barnabas Medical Center in Livingston, New Jersey, about the Living Donor Program. And while we were doing the interview, uh, Jennifer, my call screener, was listening. And after the interview, she told me something uh, I didn't know. Jennifer, Jennifer, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> she's a living donor. She gave a kidney to her brother. Tell me about this, Jennifer. Uh, well, my family has a polycystic kidney disease. And out of four kids, I'm the only one who doesn't carry the gene. So I was tested in July of last year, and on February 13th of this year, I was able to donate my kidney to my oldest brother. That's incredible. And you said you were out of work for, what, just two weeks? I was out of work uh, two weeks, um, had the surgery on February 13th, was back to work February 28th. 
You're amazing. Thank you so much. That is amazing. Thank you, Jennifer. It's a great experience, and you really have minimal downtime, and the benefits far outweigh anything that you'll experience. Wow. Really, uh, you are an angel. Thank you so much for doing that for your brother and for talking about it. That's great. All right. Well, we have a a superstar on the staff, and uh, it's not me. It's Jennifer. Thank you so much. All right, I'm Dr. Arthur Perry. This is What's Your Wrinkle right here on WABC. So we were talking about eyelid surgery. You know, we go from kidney transplants to eyelid surgery. When we talk about the lower eyelids, very, very important to get this just right. If you have your lower eyelids done, you first have to feel your lids and pull them away from your eyeball. And I'll tell you, they've got to snap right back. If they don't, if they don't, Usually what we do is a lid tightening procedure. Now, let me tell you a little bit about the lower eyelids because sometimes it's a little difficult for people to understand. They also, a lot of people don't realize we have four eyelids. You know, there's two uppers and two lowers. People say eyelids, that's the upper lids. No, we also have lower eyelids. And our lower eyelids, are we have to treat them very, very carefully when we operate on them because if we do not, then we could get a pull down of the lower eyelids. That is a, uh, a condition, it has a big fancy plastic surgery word called an ectropion, which is not a good thing. My basset hounds have ectropions. They're born with these. You know, certain dogs have these things, you know, they, uh, the basset hound appearance and their eyelid pulls away and they get recurrent infections and that's what happens to people with ectropion. So we have to be very careful. Just a, a little digression, by the way. I had a patient this week who came to me, she said, I'm coming to you because I love your dogs. Oh, my goodness. This is a first. I have two basset hounds. At one point, I had six basset hounds. I have two now. And these uh, are brother and sister. And, uh, you know, I've operated on uh, animals with uh, uh, veterinarians. I've operated on pigs and dogs. It's an awful lot of fun. But, but bassets have ectropions, and uh, we don't want you to have an ectropion. So what we need to do, if your lid is a little bit loose, sometimes we have to do a lid tightening procedure. So if you look at your lid uh, as if it were a pair of pants, if you had some uh, some creases in your pants and you pull on the crease to straighten it out, if your belt is loose, your pants fall down, right? So what do you do? You tighten the belt, and then you can pull forever on your pants. And it's sort of the same way. There's a belt of the eyelid, and we need to tighten it if it's loose. And then we can remove skin with a much lower chance of getting a pull-down, getting that basset hound look uh, to your eyelids. So it's very important that your doctor assess that. The operation that tightens the belt is called a canthopexy. A lot of big words today, a canthopexy. Uh, And... uh, we do it in probably about half of eyelid surgery patients. So it's very important that be assessed. And then we remove just a little bit of extra skin and a little bit of fat, and away you go with some stitches. There's an awful lot of bruising, an awful lot of swelling. But believe it or not, I have plenty of patients that go back to work just a week after eyelid surgery. That's if you don't mind if people know. If you absolutely want no one to know, it's about two weeks before you can go back to work. So uh, a blepharoplasty, very, very common procedure. Uh, and uh, and uh, it is one of the things that I do an awful lot of. All right, I'm Dr. Arthur Perry. Uh, I'm not sure exactly what Carol's uh, question is. Carol, what can I do for you? What's your wrinkle? 
I had a question about a procedure that was called Fractura. I think another one similar to it is Secret RF. And I was curious, that's a beneedling with some kind of heating up to underneath the surface of the skin, and it's supposed to rejuvenate the skin. Okay, so let's see. Yeah, I was wondering how effective they are, how long they last, if there's any long-term side effects or negatives to it. Okay, so now Fractura. Fractura uh, is a type of procedure that uses radio frequency. So it's uh, it's considered a it gets its name from fractional skin resurfacing. So that's where the fract comes from. Fractional meaning the entire surface of the skin is not removed like we used to do with a let's say a CO2, a carbon dioxide laser. So it's uh, it's sort of a, a combination procedure, sort of between a a laser and a, sur- a surgical type of procedure. Uh, it's considered a non-invasive skin rejuvenation procedure. It's not one that I do, I want you to know. And the reason I don't do it is because I'm not a big fan of radio frequency. What is radio frequency? That's electric current. Um, and electric current is a little bit uh, unpredictable in terms of what it will do. So... Um, the uh, I know that there are lots of people that actually, you know, they talk about Fractura and other procedures like that uh, and are proponents of it. But uh, I've looked and I'm not quite convinced of the uh, literature. Uh, and so I choose not to do radio frequency at this time. Uh, so what do I do to tighten the skin? I use Ulthera. Uh, and and let, let me back up just for a minute. Fractura, Ulthera, lasers, these are all procedures that are energy-based procedures. And what that means is they, in some way, either use energy or inject energy uh, in the form of electric current or light energy or sound energy or something like that, sometimes heat energy. And the reason it is used like that is to create, yes, a heat injury. And why do we want to do that? Because the body then sees the heat injury and it does some predictable things. It will shrink the area, and it will generate new collagen. So all of these techniques, uh, they've got a common denominator, the lasers, the radio frequency, Thermage, Ulthera, things like that. They all do sort of the same thing in the end. But to get there, that's the difference. So a laser uses light, and it vaporizes tissue. Uh, Radio frequency uses electric current, and it kind of fries the tissue. Uh, Althera uses sound energy that vibrates the tissue underneath the skin and heats it up and causes that effect. So I like Althera because it's the most predictable. There are more dramatic effects but more with other technologies, uh, but they also have more dramatic side effects. And so, you know, that's my take on, uh, on radio frequency. All right, Carol? Yes, very much appreciated. Thank you. I'm happy to help. I'm Dr. Arthur Perry. This is What's Your Wrinkle right here on WABC. The phone number 800-848-9222, 800-848-WABC. So we were talking a little bit about eyelid surgery, and I just want to finish up on this uh, segment. So when we do uh, uh, an eyelid lift, when we first we have to analyze you in a consultation. By the way, I have everybody see a board-certified ophthalmologist beforehand. That's very important. If you're going to have eyelid surgery by a plastic surgeon, see an ophthalmologist. That's not an optometrist. It's an MD, an ophthalmologist beforehand, because we want to make make very sure that you do not have any pathology, any diseases of the eye that would make it 
a problem to have cosmetic eyelid surgery. So um, we'll do uh, skin removal, we'll do fat removal. Sometimes the actual position of the eyelid has to be adjusted, and I will have an ophthalmologist, a very specialized ophthalmologist, help me with that procedure. That's called an oculoplastic surgeon. Uh, because when the actual position of your upper eyelid is low, uh, that's different from a cosmetic issue, and that's called ptosis. That's spelled P. T-O-S-I-S. The P is it's silent for ptosis. So we have that, and that's done in the same procedure. So we need to evaluate the position of the eyelid. We need to evaluate the eyelids for their fat and their skin. And, of course, we have to evaluate the position of the eyebrow. And one of the most overdone things in plastic surgery is eyebrow surgery. So let me tell you where your eyebrows are supposed to be. And if Nancy Pelosi is listening, please you need to listen, Nancy, because your eyebrows are too high, and I don't know this for a fact, but I heard that she might have had some surgery to place her eyelids high. Now, I don't know that. She's not my patient. Uh, but if you look at Nancy Pelosi, you'll see her eyebrows are way above the bony rim, and it looks like she has a surprised look. We don't want that. That's not the look that you should have after having your eyelids or eyebrows done. You should have a very natural appearance, and that's what plastic surgery is all about, giving you a natural appearance. So what I do, uh, in, in a woman, by the way, the, the eyebrow should be at or just above the bony rim. In a man, it should be at or even slightly below the bony rim. So uh, we evaluate the eyebrows, we evaluate the eyelid position, the actual skin and fat of the eyelids, and uh, that is the important part, the actual surgery by a board-certified plastic surgeon, straightforward. I'm Dr. Arthur Perry. We've got one more segment. Stay tuned. We've got lots of callers on. We'll be back after these words. Ladies, are you seeing an older person in the mirror? You love your mother, but you might not want to look like her. She was older, and you're not. I'm plastic surgeon Dr. Arthur Perry, and I've spent three decades perfecting techniques to help you look younger. If you have sagging eyelids, wrinkles, jowls, bands in the neck, or splotchy skin, I can help. Some people just need a change in their skin care, but for others, Botox, wrinkle fillers, Ulthera, or the new InstaLift might be just what you need. And for the most dramatic rejuvenation, I perform short scarf facelifts. Let's spend an hour together in my Fifth Avenue or Somerset, New Jersey offices. I'll examine you, and we'll alter your photographs to show you what you could look like after surgery. Schedule a consultation by calling 212-753-1820. That's 212-753-1820. On the web, it's periplasticsurgery.com. That's periplasticsurgery.com. And don't forget to listen to me, Dr. Arthur Perry, every Saturday at 6 p.m. right here on WABC. Message and data rates may apply. Please don't text while driving. If you've been in business more than 20 minutes, you've probably printed your logo on all kinds of promotional products. We all know logos work because they're on everything from the top of skyscrapers to the bottom of shoes. Ever wondered why or how to best use your logo to grow your business? Let us show you today for free. We're 4imprint, promotional product experts at your service. We're giving away the latest issue of Amplify, the digital magazine that reveals promotional product success stories absolutely free to everyone who texts CLAIM to 88988. At 4imprint, we make your logo look perfect on thousands of promotional items. With our 100% guarantee, it'll be right the first time, on time, every time. Your free e-magazine will reveal invaluable insights that can attract new customers, build your brand, and grow your business. Get the latest issue of Amplify absolutely free by texting CLAIM to 88988. That's C-L-A-I-M to 88988. 
Listen carefully if you're interested in beautiful skin. I'm plastic surgeon Dr. Arthur Perry. Good skin care really can improve your appearance. I know you've used many products over the years and haven't seen a difference. So you say, why should I try your products, Dr. Perry? Here's why. I combine scientifically proven ingredients into just a few products, and that keeps skincare very simple. A study showed my products reduced the appearance of wrinkles over 20% by 12 weeks. Protect your skin in the morning with daytime, nourish your skin in the evening with nighttime, and wash your face and even remove most makeup with my non-toxic clean time soap. WABC listeners, for one month only, I'm offering my basic skincare kit at half price. You'll get all three products for $55 plus shipping. Go to drperrys.com, that's D-R-P-E-R-R-Y-S.com, or give us a call at 844-DR-PERRY. Use the WABC50 code for the discount. To learn more, listen every Saturday evening, 6 p.m., right here on WABC. 77 WABC. You're listening to What's Your Wrinkle with Dr. Arthur Perry. What's your wrinkle? And what is your wrinkle? I'm Dr. Arthur Perry, board-certified plastic surgeon, the host of this show, the one that you are listening to. And, you know, Imus uh, retired last week. I had been listening to him since 1971, since I was, uh, I guess, in ninth grade. And uh, it's always sad uh, to uh, to see someone like that go. He was a great uh, broadcaster. I actually interviewed Imus for the WRSU radio station, Rutgers Radio, way back, I guess it was around 1974, four or five, and I have that tape. I could not use it on the air because every third word was a profane word, unfortunately, but it was a lot of fun, and if I can clean it up, maybe I'll play that uh, that interview with Imus uh, uh, 50-something years later. Who knows? 40-something years. All right, Gary, what can I do for you? What is your wrinkle? They want me to uh, get my face done with a laser because I have rosacea, and uh, sometimes it gets really red, you know, and people think I'm Santa Claus and all that stuff. But I was just wondering what you thought of that. Okay, Gary, first of all, how old are you? I'm 69. Okay, you're 69, and you've been diagnosed with rosacea, correct? Correct. By your dermatologist, correct? Correct. Okay. What are your symptoms? Tell me. Well, it's all red. You know, if I get stressed out or it's hot or it's, you know, like humid and, you know, whatever, my face gets uh, big. It has like the, the veins in it. Okay. And it's, get, it's red on each side of my cheeks and a little bit on the end of my nose. Okay. And are you, uh, are you receiving any creams? Do you put anything on your face uh, for the rosacea? No, not really. Nothing really works. Okay. Well, there there are there are uh, treatments uh, uh, that you should ask your dermatologist for. But uh, the treatments just uh, kind of keep it under control. But when you get to the point where you see the blood vessels, the little veins and the uh, capillaries, like you're seeing, uh, yes, a a laser procedure is very appropriate. Uh, and you know the way I look at the laser, Gary, uh, for acne. The full name is acne rosacea. Do you get any acne with it, by the way? Uh, no bumps, no. Okay, that's good. Some people do uh, because there's a bacterial component uh, often with the rosacea. Uh, so the uh, the laser 
What it does is it kind of fries the little blood vessels. Sounds terrible, doesn't it? Isn't it? But actually, I did that procedure on Mehmet Oz on television, and his remark when I did it, it hurt him a little bit, and he said that's the last time I'm ever going to be on the show. I was on after that, but uh, but <laughs> uh, but uh, you can look at that. You can see how that laser. Uh, it's called a YAG laser, Y A G, and you want to make sure that the dermatologist or the plastic surgeon who does your procedure has the newest laser because the old lasers cause something called purpura and it's uh that means uh, it sounds kind of like purple and that's what it leaves on your face the old lasers would leave a purple mark on your face all over your face and we're talking eggplant purple for up to two even longer three weeks uh you don't want that you want the new lasers uh which don't leave any marks on your face so so that's what you want to have. You want to make sure your doctor is using that laser. Now, if you have a lot of capillaries on your face, you're going to get a lot of swelling after the procedure. So you might want to talk to the doctor also about giving you a short course of a steroid, either by mouth or uh, on your skin. Uh, but usually what happens is when we use that laser, and I use it all the time, uh, it is a good laser. We use it for capillaries on your face or for rosacea or port wine stains. Uh, these lasers have been around since uh, the early 1980s. They keep getting better and better, and uh, and they're about 60 to 70% effective. And what that means is if, let's say, you had 100 capillaries and that were treated, uh, about 60 of them or so will go away permanently, and that's permanent with an asterisk. I'll tell you about that in a second. Uh, and uh, then you come back maybe for a second treatment, have another one, and you'll get another uh, two-thirds or so of the uh, of the capillaries. And, and the procedure is sort of like, Gary, it's sort of like gardening. You know, you go into your garden and you get the weeds out, you kill the weeds, and they're back in uh, six months or uh, even a month. And that's what happens with these capillaries, unfortunately. The, the laser will kind of beat them down. You'll look good for a year or two or three, maybe four, uh, but then they kind of creep up again. So it's not just a one-time thing. You might need another one. If you're 69 and you're early 70s, you might need it again. So, But it is a good procedure. Okay, thank you, doctor. But could you answer me another question? Sure. Now, they want to go, you know, I've, I've retired, so everybody wants, you know, I have time to go to the doctor, and they all make suggestions. And I did the eye test for the lids, mm-hmm. and um, they want me to do my lids on the top. Well, what do you mean they want? How about what you want? <laughs> it's yeah, well, not... I'm, I, yeah, but I'm up and down. My, my ophthalmologist says, want to go ahead and do it. And then, because they have a good guide, you know, she recommends me. But then she says that um, there can be, uh, like you said last week, you said that your eyelids could not could not function correctly if they cut a wrong nerve or something? Well, there's always that chance. That's why you go to a board-certified uh, plastic surgeon. Or uh, in this operation, it is very reasonable to have a board-certified oculoplastic surgeon. That's an ophthalmologist oh. that did a special training, not just your average ophthalmologist, but someone who's done extra training in eyelid surgery. Or, in the interest of fairness, an otolaryngologist, that's an ear, nose, and throat doctor, who has done a fellowship in facial plastic surgery special training in that. Those are the three doctors that can do this operation. I'm a little biased. I think the plastic surgeon does it the best. I'm sorry. Uh, And I think uh, the difference is all three doctors have uh, excellent skills 
at doing that operation. But, you know, the plastic surgeon is more attuned to the aesthetics of that. And the one thing that I warn you about, uh, Gary, is that it is very easy to feminize your upper eyelids if too much skin is taken. And that's where the artistry uh, comes in. We want your eyelids to look just natural. And so in a man, a little less skin is taken than in a woman. It's very important. And we don't want to take too much extra, uh, too much of that fat and give you any sort of a sunken in appearance. Uh, but what you're talking about is maybe limitation of your vision. When you have so much extra skin of your upper eyelids, it's almost like wearing a baseball hat. Uh, and if you wear a baseball hat and you drive and you go up a hill, uh, you know, on Lexington Avenue, you go up that little hill there, uh, then, uh, you know, your vision is blocked. And that may be what is happening to you, is it? Yes, I took that test, and my lids, the top lips, come down 50% over the eye. That's the, that's the line where the insurance will pay for it. Yes, and, and this is an operation that is both cosmetic and functional because we can actually restore some vision. Your, it's called your upper visual field is, uh, is uh, decreased by that hanging skin, that baseball hat that's kind of hanging over, over your eyelids. And um, uh, it's uh, what we need to do when we're considering something like this. You see, of course, the plastic surgeon, and then you see the independent ophthalmologist to get visual field testing uh, to document that uh, you've had uh, a blockage of your vision. Even with that, by the way, it is very difficult to... Uh, uh, you know, to get insurance coverage because the insurance companies, boy, they hardly want to pay for those kidney transplants we talked about a little while ago, no less uh, eyelid surgery. So <laughs> it's getting harder and harder, Gary. Uh, but those are the things you want to look out for. Uh, if you really want a primer, uh, pick up my book. It's called Straight Talk About Cosmetic Surgery. It's still on Amazon. It's like... Uh, Four dollars, five dollars. It's it's ridiculously inexpensive. I've got another one coming out, hopefully in about a year. Uh, but if you check out Straight Talk about cosmetic surgery, I have a whole chapter on eyelid surgery that would be interesting to you. Okay, All right. Could I ask one last question? That laser treatment. My son went through it, and uh, it seemed to do uh, pretty good for him. But I was just wondering. He said the light was like almost painful from the laser, and I was wondering if. Is there, are there any, uh, like, uh, downside for vision with those laser treatments of your cheeks? Uh, well, your eyes have to be protected. So I use steel contact lenses in the eyes uh, or or their little steel goggles. Uh, you know, the doctor should know, you know, if anyone using a laser, these are very powerful and very dangerous instruments, but... Anyone using a laser uh, should be certified in the laser, have taken appropriate training courses, and will protect your eyes. So in this day and age, in 2018, there should be zero eye injuries from a laser. So I would hope if they're, if they're using that laser, they know what they're doing, hopefully. Hopefully. Make sure he's board certified in whatever, uh, you know, if it's a dermatologist, make sure that dermatologist has lots of experience doing the laser. Yes, uh, thank you, doctor. But, you know, I tried, I called your office, but you don't do uh, men, so I had to go shopping, you know, so. Well, yeah, my, my practice is largely women and female cosmetic surgery. I do a lot of uh, facelifts on women and breast augmentations and things of, of that nature. But, uh, but, you know, the laser is a procedure that is very straightforward, and as long as your doctor is board certified either plastic surgery or dermatology, and has trained in the laser specifically, and most of us have now because it's it's not a new technology, then you should be fine. All right, Gary? Thank you very much. You're very informative, and I listen to you all the time. 
Thank thanks you. so much. I appreciate it. I'm Dr. Arthur Perry. This is What's Your Wrinkle right here on WABC. John, I've got maybe, oh, we're at, we're at a minute and a half. John, I'm so sorry. I, I know you've been hanging on forever, and you wanted to talk about uh, uh, wrinkles in your forehead. John, if you call next week early in the show, I promise I will not keep you waiting, and you'll be the first caller, John, all right? Uh, I apologize to you. And we'll also send you that nighttime because I feel badly you were on so uh, so long. All right, I'm Dr. Arthur Perry. This is What's Your Wrinkle right here on WABC. And uh, check me out on Facebook, facebook.com slash Dr. Arthur Perry. And uh, if you're interested in the products, the website is Dr. Perry's We've got that special buy two night times. Get one free. You have to use the code, and the code is uh, night free. I think something like that. You have to go to the go to the Facebook page, check it out, and you'll know exactly what it is. I'm Dr. Arthur Perry. Thanks so much for listening. Everybody have a great week, and don't forget when it gets warm, you need that sunscreen. We'll see you all six o'clock next week. Call first, John. Bye bye.